Zoomer Thoughts is an inappropriate and unintelligible podcast not suitable for children. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. All right, welcome back to Zoomer Thoughts. I'm your host, Gail Lee, and today I have a Heather uh, Nunnally. Is that how you say your last name? Yes, you, you actually just say it correctly. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself and tell us a few things about what you do? Uh, I, my name is Hello Nunnally. Yeah, I am a video game developer. I am making a game now called Threat of Silence, which is on Kickstarter. And yeah, I'm just an artist. I'm from Texas. Uh, I, I just draw what I can. <laughs> yeah, and I, was, uh, I looked at the Kickstarter uh, before I... Uh, request an interview with you and I want to see what it was about and I, I find the concept actually like really really interesting Thank uh, you. I think there's a lot I um, I'm an EMT I spent about two and a half years on an ambulance and the only real life exposure I've had to schizophrenia is just mostly the uh, the parts of the world where you know those people don't get their treatment and their, you know, medications and, you know, like all the resources they need. And so I don't know too much about, you know, what it's actually like when you're able to maintain it and live with it. Because I think there's a lot of misconceptions on how people view schizophrenia. Yeah, uh, that's very interesting, actually. I, I, I'd like to hear it from your point of view, too of how it's like to encounter someone because i had to be on the other side um the uh ems was called on me and i Mm -hmm. i dealt with uh the police and the ambulance and all that so i'd be interested to see how it's like for you as well yeah there's um i live in sacramento in california where um we have a huge, huge mental health problem. And with, you know, with that also comes with the, uh, lots of the, you know, diagnoses like schizophrenia. And so my experience with it is, I would say a lot, mostly of the, um, when we're called, it's because, you know, something's happening. So it's not the really good representation of a community of people who suffer with schizophrenia, but, you know, for me, I'm fully, you know, and most EMS providers were fully aware that, you know, a person who is acting out like that is not doing it with purpose or, you know, malice. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. You know, just, but people don't, most, I would say your average person doesn't get that, you know, and, yeah. you know, I've had experiences where I, you know, they, you know, tried to attack me and everything. That's not like new per se, working EMS. I mean, working with any patient really, but, um, you know, I think a lot of people I, I have worked with in the past get really angry when we have to deal with someone like that. And it's like, despite the education and despite the experience, some people just can't get over the fact that people can't control, um, you know, so what they're born with or what they develop in their life. And so, but I don't, oops, just drop something. Um, 
I think a lot of us don't even know people outside of the um, ambulance experience that live with schizophrenia. Like, I don't know anyone personally. Yeah, you may know people um, that that are walking around that habit that are on medic medication. Mm-hmm. So you can't see like the severe signs. Um, Cause I think people can't tell unless you're doing like, you're actually in psychosis where you're having mm-hmm. to call the police. I think that's why a lot of people um, see that. And also in media, uh, they just show the, the very extreme cases where they're attacking people, which it's not actually normal. A lot right. of most schizophrenic people will not attack you they're actually more in danger of being attacked like when mm-hmm. i dealt with the police the police attacked me and i was not yeah. attacking them so uh it's it depends on the situation but yeah there may be more out there you just you just don't know unless right. you sat down and asked them you know right yeah yeah i mean and i've had calls like that where you know police because police if it's something like that, they, they get there first, usually. Uh, that's usually who a dispatcher will prioritize to get there. And, you know, we'll get there and, you know, police have, you know, put the work in, so to speak. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, like I, there are circumstances where they have to defend themselves. But, you know, there's been, there were times where I get there. And, you know, to be clear, I wasn't there, so I can't speak for it. But I've had patients where, you know, I was like, I don't know if it was necessary to use that kind of force. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a yeah. lot of that everywhere. Yeah, that's kind of a big thing. I wish, like, that I didn't know about the like, about the mentally ill. I didn't know the police reacted that way. Mm-hmm. I do wish that the police that they could be taught how to deal with people mm-hmm. with schizophrenia. Because you should be able to call the police and not feel like you're in danger, you know? Like, if yeah. I, if you're in a crisis situation and you're not dangerous, like, I wasn't dangerous. I was just, I, I was cleaning and I was, yeah, like, you know, they were just coming in. But I guess they got freaked out because I was incoherent. So they, like, literally punched me in the face without, yeah. there's no reason why they punched me in the face. So... Yeah, it's, I, I feel like there just needs to be more education so that um, police officers know what to do. People know what to do mm-hmm. if their loved ones are in this situation, what it's like, because it isn't personal. Like you were talking about how they get angry. It's not personal. It's like I'm possessed by the devil. It's yeah. like I'm, I'm a, a different human being. I did things I would never, ever do. Right. Ever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you just do those things because that's what the sickness tells you to do. It makes sense at the time and you do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I can tell you being, uh, I can only speak to, you know, California maybe, but as an EMT, when the, when we talk about schizophrenia, um, we get the vaguest, most basic explanation, not so much of how it affects people, just how people can act with it when they're having like a psychosis kind of uh episode and you know and how to deal with that properly which is good but they don't really you know talk about how can we help out the you know the patient during this you know what what is best for the patient it's more just like automatically go to restraints automatically you know tight you know strap them down and don't talk to them or anything and you know 
Yeah, I mean, it, you know, safety is definitely priority, but at the same time, like, then the patient, you know, now they're almost being ignored. Yeah, um, that is something that rings very close to me because, um, yeah, for people who don't know what schizophrenia is, it is a, a, a sickness where you get delusions and hallucinations. It can start off slow and kind of start ramping up until you get to a severe level. Uh, but like you hear voices, you see people that aren't there. Um, sometimes you just have delusions. Like I thought aliens were uh -huh. abducting people. So that's kind of what it is. And um, yeah, we don't really get educated on how to deal, like how to deal with them, what they're dealing with. And yeah, I did get ignored quite a bit. Um, they just thought if they ignored me, the problem would go away. Right. And that wasn't helpful. I wish, even though they think that I'm not listening, if they had explained certain things, I my life would have been a lot easier. Like yeah. they didn't explain to me, like I had to, I, they put me in jail at some point because of, this was because of the schizophrenia. Yeah. And but they didn't explain to me what was happening or yeah. like why I was there or how long I was there. And that was really awful because I, I just didn't know when I was getting out. And it was mm. it was terrible. It was mm -hmm. that was the worst situation I've ever been in. Yeah. Um, so they just spoke to, you know, they just explained something, you know, versus ignoring mm -hmm. us. Right. Would have gone long, a long way. Mm hmm. Yeah, just the lack of education is just it, and and you know, and, and not even just schizophrenia, but just like a lot of people with mental health issues. It's just like, like yeah, a lot of the idea, like the uh, what, what would you call it, the matter of thinking, the uh, it is what it is. Like, you know, that's how they're going to act. So we're just going to, you know, mm -hmm. throw them in a jail, or we're going to, you know, put them in, tie them down in a hospital bed, and then release them when they, you know quote-unquote calm down mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so okay. that was part of the reason i thought he'd be an interesting guest because we exceptions um so i some of the things you missed i believe this was in your kickstarter you talked about the uh misconceptions and myths all people with schizophrenia are violent and dangerous they can't mm -hmm. live fulfilling lives they're unintelligent lazy burdens stuff like that mm -hmm. so what's it what's it like for you living with schizophrenia i'm lucky in the sense that my medicine actually gets rid of all my delusions and hallucinations there's a mm -hmm. lot of schizoph people with schizophrenia who don't have that privilege so they basically have to live their lives with a clown following them everywhere they go right. or they see bugs just crawling on their skin and luckily i don't have to deal with that what I have to deal with is the side effects of my medicine, which is uh, basically being tired all the time and having very low energy. So like, like I'm a big game developer. I'm a freelance artist. Mm -hmm. Like I used to be able to get work full time on all my stuff. And now it's like, if I do one thing, like there's some days where I'm like, okay, just pick up the pen or Mm -hmm. just make a polygon and that's like all i can do for that day it's like that's kind of what it feels like and then it's just like feeling a sense of numbness like mm -hmm. nothing makes me very happy nothing makes me very sad so yeah it's just uh that that's mostly what i have to deal with it's just that 
sense of numbness and yeah. apathy and sluggishness and yeah. And that's unfortunate because you have to live a life where you kind of have to choose. Do you want to? Do I want to deal with these, the auditory and visual hallucinations, or, or do I, you know, want to, you know, go through my life just always being tired, lethargic, apathetic? Which you know, the latter being the better choice, of course. But it's just unfortunate that like you have to be put in such a position in the first place. Yeah, um, there's a lot of people who choose to get off meds because of this. Yeah. I think it's a very, very bad idea to get off your meds. I mean, as as awful as it is with the side effects, it's like for me, if you have ther- uh, if you're lucky enough to have a therapist, you can work around it. But mm-hmm. like, I could not live my life the way I was living. Like, if if you ever played the video game, it's like try to imagine. Like you, it, the main character has to walk through a world where like, pu- like pus is growing off the walls and like yeah. people are appearing in her apartment and like ugh, just random like random shits happening and I I could not there's like just imagine living that life like you just people are coming through the walls every day like I I just it was a nightmare that year that I lived with it I. It was awful, and I would never go back to there. So I, I'd much rather deal with the apathy than mm-hmm. like living Silent Hill uh, in real life. Yeah, right. Yeah, you mentioned I think the the protagonist of your game. Her name's Claire, I believe. She had a psychosis for a year where she suffered a lot of these hallucinations. Yes. So what? What can you tell us? What can you? How can you explain psychosis from your perspective? What is that like? It's a, essentially a break for complete break from reality. Um, anybody can have psychosis. I, I'm sure you know this, but um, mm-hmm. anybody with extreme stress or turmoil or just like they're dealing with a little too much will go into it and you get delusions. You can get hallucinations. It's like schizophrenia, but short term. Uh, schizophrenia mm-hmm. is like psychosis long term. It's like. You get, no matter what, you're dealing with the hallucinations versus it being maybe for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually psychosis go, can go away on its own, but sometimes you need medicine to help. Um, so, yeah, it's just a complete break from reality. It's A lot of people don't even know that they're going into psychosis. It's like, mm-hmm. because it, it you like you just don't notice. You just kind of, reality changes and you just accept it. It's really hard to explain. But you you don't need to have schizophrenia though to have a, a psychosis. No, you don't. You can, anybody wow. can go into psychosis, See. which is why I think people should learn about psychosis. Yeah. That way, if they start, if their family member starts showing signs or if something's happening, mm-hmm. you know what to do. It's most common with people with bipolar or schizophrenia. But like, yeah. I've I've heard stories of people just like um, like a relative died and they couldn't deal with it. So yeah. they dealt with psychosis for, you know, a, about a week or so, you know? Mm-hmm. So it could really happen to anybody. People don't know that, but they, it can. Yeah. See, I didn't know that either. That surprised me. I, I, I thought it was specifically tied only to schizophrenia and other mental health ailments. I didn't know that it could actually just happen to anyone. I think it's most receptible to people with mental illness. Right. Like if you have depression, you're much more likely to go into like a depressive psychotic mm-hmm. state. Right. Like, like if I'm you're sure completely healthy, then yeah. Yeah. Like it's more likely with 
the other mental health things, but it can still happen to anyone. Like I know you can, anyone can develop, you don't have to be born to schizophrenia, you can develop it. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think men can develop it in the early 20s. I think women were late 20s, I think. Yeah. 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 Which is late, um, late 20s. Yeah. You know, which is, you know, like, it's kind of a scary thing to think about that. Like, Terrifying. Happened. Yeah. Did you develop it or were you born with it? I think I developed it. Um, I, they're not sure. I, I'm pretty sure I developed it, but I'm really, I'm not positive of mm. how I got it. It doesn't run in my family. So that's mm. why we think I developed it. Right. It doesn't pass down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, so this game then it this uh, the main character Claire. So this so she's this is post uh, her psychosis uh, her year of psychosis. Um. So like what what's the plot after that? Is she going through another episode of psychosis? Because um, I know there's some characters. There's only one character I think that we were sure that they're real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that uh, yeah, that depends on your your opinion. Any of them could be. I I won't disclose disclose who's right. fake, but any of them could be fake. But um, no, this is during the the, the actual psychosis. So like, okay. it's okay. it's like my story of uh, how I remember it happening, uh, which is why it's kind of disjointed and confusing, is because. That's how it was. I it was just confusing. It was a confusing uh, part of my life. Didn't make a lot of sense. So I, I just made the game tour. Didn't make a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. uh, I probably will fix it a bit for the full version, um, just to make it to clue some people in who don't have schizophrenia. Like people who had psychosis were like, oh, I, I I get the game. But if they didn't have psychosis or didn't know anybody with schizophrenia, then they had a harder time. So I have to kind of clue in the people that that don't know anything about the, the sickness. So uh, that was an interesting thing to learn. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot, of people, a lot of people played it and were like, oh my God, I dealt with this when I yeah. went through psychosis. Yeah. yeah. And what about the, what about the characters? Uh, what can you tell us about the characters? There is Morgan, which is the, the dark deity. Uh, she's just the person that I like. I was I'm Wiccan, so she's a Wiccan god, and I worshipped her at the time. And uh, then there is my sister, who we talk to on the phone and calls the cops on me at the end of the demo. Okay. And then there is Rebecca, which is uh, the main character's ex. Mm-hmm. And then. I think that's all that appears in the demo, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mom, but the mom doesn't appear like physically. Yeah. Uh, and that's about I think that's about it. There were supposed to be more characters, but they got cut, but they'll be in the full. Right, right. I get the Kickstarter mentions of if they if you had a certain goal, you can uh include the other characters and stuff. Yeah. So which is cool. Um I do some um I gotta pull it up. I remember there was some art of the uh, monsters and hallucinations. Yeah. That um, I think they were in the game. I think it was part of an art book or something. Uh, Their concept art for the full game, because gotcha. not all the, the hallucinations made it in the demo. Right. 
So are those based off uh, real? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Those wow. are all, all I saw. So I saw two-headed baby, this weird dragon monster thing. Zombies were real. Um, the by far the most annoying was the white aliens. Like these, these little white aliens are they're very irritating. Um, what what made them irritating? I can't I can't say publicly what they did. <laughs> they gotcha, just, gotcha. Okay, they they were inappropriate, and I just I yeah. oof, if I could snap twice, like I was already I already had schizophrenia. Yeah, if I could snap again. They those things were so irritating. I wouldn't want to deal with it again just because I wouldn't want to deal with that hallucination again. Yeah, like that. Was, oh my! I like. I, I think it's interesting that like it's not the hallucinations don't might not necessarily be scary or anything. They could just be annoying. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're they could be extremely petty, annoying. They could be good. Like I, yeah. I had friend hallucinations that were my friends. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I really bizarre stuff. Um. So yeah, it, they could be an array of things. Mm-hmm. I think people just think they could be bad, but I, or at least for me, I had good hallucinations. I know some people, it was strictly bad. Like had like the the voices only said negative things, mm-hmm. which wasn't the case for me. Like sometimes they're just like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Like, "What's up?" And sometimes that's what they said, and I was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. yeah." It's so interesting that like you can have different relations too, and and is it like they like specific relations? Are they like consistent? Do certain uh, people come back? Yeah, that, uh, for me that was the case uh certain hallucinations would come back and visit i know that's not true for a lot of people with schizophrenia but uh, for me they would come back and that's how i became friends with them mm-hmm. which would make it really hard for me to get on meds because then i had to stop basically being friends with right these people that i thought were real right um yeah so it was really heartbreaking but right but you know when you have schizophrenia it's so I, I assume it's such a uh, toss-up, I guess, with what you're going to get. Because you could get a friend, right? Or you get, you know, two-headed baby man. Yeah, or you can get Thanos. It's one of those uh-huh. <laughs> sorts of things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 depend- it, it was random. There was no way to predict right. what you were going to get. Yeah. In the in the setting of the game, I think you said on your Kickstarter it's based on an old apartment you had. Yeah, that was an old apartment that I thought would be a good setup for the game, just mm. because it had a big window, and so I could show things outside of the window interacting with you. Mm. So I was like, that works for what I want to do. So I I just took pictures of my old apartment, and then I made it in Unity. I got it. So how'd you get into game developing? How did that happen? I've always wanted to game develop. I've been playing uh, video games since I was a kid, Mm -hmm. and I thought it'd be cool to make one. And so when I got older, I was like, oh, man, I really want to learn. And I didn't think that I could learn. I thought it'd be too hard. But um, I got to Unity. I watched some Unity videos on it on how to do it. Mm -hmm. And I just... 
I just jumped in and I thoroughly enjoy it. I think it's a lot of fun. I'm really bad at coding, but other than that, it's fun. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. And is this the first game you've uh, worked on? No, I, I've worked on one before called Vacant. Um, it was a little horror game that was like about 40 minutes long. Um, okay. So I made that one beforehand, yeah. What's What's Vacant about? It's about, well, ironically, it's about an invisible, this is before my schizophrenia. It was okay. about an invisible, uh, like, alien entity that could take people, put them in another dimension. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But it, it, I, I didn't have schizophrenia at the time. It just mm-hmm. eerily reflected some of the stuff yeah. that I dealt with. Right. And do you do you have other people in your life who have schizophrenia? And I you- have one friend. I have I have one friend, and then I my sister has deals with psychosis as well, mm-hmm. um, so, which is very fun um, mm-hmm. and interesting. Having to deal with me having it and then having somebody else deal with it mm-hmm. um, and seeing it from both sides of the situation, right. So yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, I've one of the for new has schizophrenia. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to load up my script right now. My internet's having a couple of issues too. Oh no, it's totally understandable. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Hopefully, my internet doesn't go out again. I'm <laughs> afraid. Well, good. Um, so schizophrenia. It, my understanding, it's kind of like a spectrum, right, of how severe or not severe it can be. Mm-hmm. Like, some people will have, I guess, maybe you could call it, like, a little mini visual hallucination, where it's like they just see, like, a spider that's not there, and that's about mm-hmm. the extent of it, where, or we go to a farther down the spectrum, and we have, you know, situations like you get with, you know, the aliens and the two-headed baby, and you know, stuff like that. And I mean, is that, is that a correct, like, look? Yeah. That's like, yeah, I apparently had a very extreme case. Mm -hmm. Um, so extreme that when I was getting better, they were shocked at how fast I was recovering. Yeah. They just thought my recovery was going to be really bumpy and sloppy and they thought I was going to be a different person. And, and I am a different person. But yeah. I'm not to the extent where I'm like a different human being. It's just that I dealt with trauma. And they were very surprised that I was able to recover in such a way. Uh, and I haven't really relapsed and haven't like stopped taking my meds or something. And mm-hmm. they're very shocked that I haven't done that. Because it's just so common for people with schizophrenia to just uh, stop taking their meds for whatever reason or deal with psychosis again. Um, And I've been doing pretty well. uh, So yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm very fortunate, but there are some people who I I was reading because I'm part of the Reddit for the schizophrenia. And there was one person that was like, Oh, all I deal with is I see static and like energy, little energy balls, like a little like orbs. Right. And And that's all they, that's all they, saw they that was it and i was like wow 
and I guess you could just live with that, huh? I mean, that's not. Yeah, some people yeah. can just. Um... If it's mild enough. Yeah, some people will choose to live with it, but the problem with that is that it could get worse. Right. Because sometimes it does start off that way. Like, uh, you just start off going, oh, it's, it's, you're, you're not crazy yet. You know, you're not to that point yet. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, it's so bad that you're calling the cops. Yeah. So it's like, I'm hesitant because it's kind of like, well, it could, it's like, it's a risky sickness to get because it could get a slippery slope like if you get if you get really stressed out or if something traumatic happens and you have schizophrenia it can go from mild to not mild anymore Mm -hmm. so yeah it's tricky so your your emotions can play a factor in all that too then yeah stress and and agony deals with it yeah got it got it all right so and, and being on medication um do you still experience a lot of these hallucinations? No, not I don't experience any. Well, I, I sometimes like this once in a blue moon. I very, very rarely experience it, uh, and when I do, I'm like, oh, that was a hallucination. I mean, yes. well, sometimes it's like sometimes I'll I'll have it and I'll go, okay, that's a hallucination, obviously. But then like there was one time where I was going to my sister's car and I saw her get into the car. And I yeah. didn't question it. I was like, my sister's in her car. Okay. I'm walking up to it. And then I see her walk to the car again. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I just saw you already do that. And she's like, no, this is the first time I walked to my car. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, I hallucinated the first time she did that. And it, I didn't even question it. It was, I, there's no like moment where I was like, that's a hallucination. I totally, yeah. I would have gotten in the car thinking she was in there. It's just like really spooky. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, if, if you're hallucinating anything, it's something that maybe you're not even going to catch. Yeah, you you may think it's completely real. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You might just think it's, yeah. And sometimes it's obvious. Sometimes they're, it looks like static or, mm-hmm. or yeah, there's just something about it that you're like, mm, I don't think that was real. Like I look back at hallucinations I had and I was like, I don't think that was real. I don't think that was real. Now that I'm able to look back on it, but there could have been things that I missed that like I thought were real that didn't didn't happen at all. When yeah. when you when you say static, are you because in my head I'm imagining like TV static. Am I? Yeah. Is, so is, is it, it's literally like that? Yeah. Okay. It's it's like um, like do you play scary video games at all? Uh, I haven't not? played scary games in a while. The last. To, to kind of date the last time I played a scary game, the last one I played was Amnesia, and that was around when it came out. Oh, okay. Uh, because you, there's sometimes there's, like, a filter or, like, an effect on, like, a scene where it becomes, like, a TV static, and that's kind of yeah. how it looks. It almost looks like a hologram on real life. I kind of do know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Actually, there is this one game I played recently. I totally blinked on it. It's called White Noise. It's literally like a Slenderman ripoff. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, when you stare at the monster, it gets all staticky and stuff. So it's, it sounds like it's being, you're describing it like that. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like that. Um, It's sometimes they wouldn't have it. And sometimes people were just different colors like some people were purple yeah 
it was just really bizarre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can only imagine. Yeah. And, and how do you feel about the resources like you get access to, like treatments, medications, and stuff like that? Like, do you feel like it's really hard to obtain those things? Because, like I said, like I know I, you know, when I was on the ambulance, I was only exposed to people who were like in moments of psychosis or everything. But like, it was a pretty large abundance of people. So it's not. I don't think it was more so like how mishandled is it being handled in this country? Oh boy, (laughs) that is the topic. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, really bad. Um, It's quite horrible. I was actually quite shocked at how horrible it is. Um, Let's just say, if I put it this way. If I had, if I was the richest man in the world, the first thing I would do was fix the mental health system. Yeah, that's in America oh. because it is yeah. awful. It's just like you don't like they don't really help you. They don't give you a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. Um, people just aren't educated on it, so when it happens to them, they don't know what to do. Um, uh, dealing with mental hospitals is a nightmare. It's basically prison, but dangerous. Yeah. It's actually mm-hmm. quite dangerous to be in them. So mm-hmm. it's like. like my sister got punched in the face and it's like we don't want to send our family members to these hospitals for them to get attacked and like the staff aren't being paid enough they're being paid like garbage so like a lot of them just don't care yeah and it's like you need like experts in in these hospitals to deal with these people like this isn't like working at mcdonald's you're dealing with someone's life so it's like Oh, it's, it's, it's real bad. Um, it's real bad. Like the whole thing, like policing be trained on it, mm-hmm. higher pay, better facilities, um, better access to, me- to medicine, medicine costs like tons of money. If you don't have insurance, like $900. Yeah. Um, so like, good luck. If you're, if you're poor, you're essentially screwed. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of empathy for, uh, a lot of people that were in a similar situation to me in the men's hospital, but they had nowhere to go. They were homeless. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do they do? Like, I like, there's no way out. Like, it's just really upsetting. And uh, I was like, felt very fortunate about my situation mm-hmm. because um, I was like, well, you know, my, I luckily have parents that are willing to get me out of the mental hospital. They pick me up at the mental hospital, uh-huh. but there's a lot of people out there who just can't afford help and it's not their fault. And a lot of them become homeless. Yeah. Like that would have been me. If, if my mom didn't help me, I would be homeless. I would just be on the streets. Mm-hmm. Just I, having a bad time. The first ambulance company I worked for was in the uh, Bay area, like the Oakland area. And there's this ho- psych hospital around there. And I don't mind saying their name because they deserve all the negative attention they get. But it's called uh, John George Pavilion. And, yeah, I mean, we would bring people there, patients, and they would have us wait in the ambulance for hours until they let us in because they're just oh, very, which is, you know, not great for the EMS workers, but really bad for the psych patients, especially if, you know, they're in a psychosis kind of episode, you know, then it's really bad for them because now they're just like being restrained, especially when you have some EMS people who don't explain anything to people like those cops do. Oh, I mean, forget about it. Yeah. You know, 
and then they'd go in there and, you know, sometimes they would turn some people away because if their blood pressure was just, oh, a little too high, oh, they're not medically stable to be here. Keep in mind, if they're having, like, a breakdown of some sort, yeah, their heart rate's going to be high. Yeah, their blood pressure's going to be high. Of course it is. You know? That is fascinating. Yeah. Because would... I had a heart condition. I mean, yeah. I have a heart condition, right? And I went to one hospital and they refused to treat me. Yep. And I had a heart condition. And I was like, I need to get to the hospital. And they would not do it. And I, I wouldn't put those people on blast. Like, they're called the, uh, what is it? What is it? Austin, I think it's Austin Oaks. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, God, like, they're they they like i i was i repeatedly told them like i really need help mm-hmm. and i i even had to call 911 in the hospital yeah because me. i was like i need help i urgently need help and they were just kind of ignore me or um yeah you know it was just like i felt like i was gonna pass out like i would i would literally pass out in the shower and they would just be like mm-hmm. whatever you're crazy whatever. yeah yeah, yeah. And, they, and, they, and they would turn them down for anything. Like, we had one guy who had um, just a, you know, a catheter. That was just his medical condition, and they wanted to take him because, you know, for some reason, they don't have any medical staff. Like, that seems like something you'd want to have in a psych hospital. Oh, my America. God. And, um, you know, and you would go in there. Well, we would go in there, and they would have so many people, so many patients in there. And you know, you know how fifty one fifty hold works. I assume it works similar in your area. It's like I think it's a seventy two hour hold. Yeah. And I just I remember looking the first time I was in there. I remember looking at all those people. I'm like, there is no way that all of these people are getting individual, you know, treatment plans and uh, talking to a doctor or psychiatrist or anything. There's no way. There's no way. There's mm. too many of them that are being neglected. And, you know, and we, I would take the same people over and over again because, you know, mm-hmm. really what would happen, either we would bring them there from a hospital or police would bring them there. And the basically, it, you know, one, one patient described it to me. It's like they said, it just feels like I'm being put on timeout for a couple of days and then they let me go. And for me, it feels like prison. Yeah. It feels like I'm being punished for being sick. That's what it felt like. That's 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 how they basically treat it. That's you know it's kind of sickening because that, that's what that's kind of what it is, isn't it? At least yeah. how they treat it, right? Not that yeah. it should be, but that's how it is because like some people are sent in restraints on a gurney, you know, you know, yeah. all the directly brought in by police, and then like then it's the same thing in a bed or you know, and they can't leave or anything, and you know they hold them, and if they're in you know you know they say they're a danger to themselves or others and you know they can be you know depending on what's going on but regardless of they actually help them or not they let them go after 72 hours so they don't really you know go off of results or anything they just kind of send them on their way no matter what or what have what happened to me my my the hospitals here must be a little different because what happened what happened to me is they would say that you're there for 72 hours and if they felt like you weren't well, they would hold you against your will. Yeah. Or as long as they wanted, but they wouldn't explain. Mm-hmm. So some people would try to escape the mental hospital because when you're in psychosis and you can't leave a place, you think, uh, I don't know, aliens abducted me. I'm stuck in the um, 
I don't know, their headquarters. Yeah. And they won't let me out and I must escape to leave. Like, mm-hmm. that's what's happening in our minds. And I don't think they understand that. So I know that a, quite a bit of them are too incoherent for you to talk to them but you just try just yeah like i'm sorry you well, for another week or so or something well, and that's the thing they don't even tr- you know a lot of these people don't even try at least yeah yeah the, no. they don't there's some there's a, a few nice doctors but there's a quite a bit of them who i think get overwhelmed mm-hmm. by by you and then they go okay i'm just not gonna deal with them i'm just gonna act like they're not there yeah and then they'll be They'll somehow miraculously get better, yeah, um, without us helping them. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's just a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad you kind of shared the same uh, view I did. I just I could just look at it again. Even when I like I just became an EMT, like my first week, I'm like, oh, this is this is not being handled at all. <laughs> it's not broken system. <laughs> It's not, and there's some people that are like, "Well, it's not a retreat." Um, yeah, it's well, not a retreat. Yeah. We're not trying to act like it is. <laughs> like we just, no, nobody's wanting to go to the mental hospital on a vacation. That's yeah, not, we just want assistance. It's like, yeah, treat us like people. Like, do things that help our mental health because it's a mental health hospital. So, like, get us treatment. Have like have a color, at least have a colorful hospital so that yeah it's like something like make some happiness in in this prison yeah the, the, uh, the places enough. that haven't been repainted since like the 40s yeah yeah and there it's just like it's like a morgue it's like yeah. jesus christ like I mean, it looks like a prison they, they even have rooms that look like you know those cells yeah like it's not even yeah. exaggeration they literally are prisons yeah well i couldn't watch orange is the new black after i got out because i I was like, it's too much. It's too much like mental hospitals, um, which it, luck like well, luckily mental hospitals weren't as bad as my jail experience. That was, yeah. I don't know what they were thinking with me with putting me in jail. I don't. That was by significantly worse. But um, oh my god, it was terrible. But it's it's a it's like it's getting there. It's getting there and, and mm-hmm. bad. And I'm sure me- how, you know, in media, like movies, TVs, whatever, I'm sure it doesn't help perception of stuff like schizophrenia, too. I mean, if you look at movies where anyone's in a mental hospital, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, maybe the neglect is accurate towards the patients. But aside from that, it's just like, they just make them look like all the misconceptions we just talked about, you know, violent, crazy, all those things. And, you know, you don't think about it. I guess as a kid, because, you know, you, you know, you know what's going on in the world when you're five. But when you get older, you're like, that's not how any of them are like. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard because, you know, when you make when they make a piece of media, the defense is it's just a TV show. You know, it's not accurate. But I think people ignore the fact that stuff like TV shows influences our culture so heavily. Yeah, and it's all that people are exposed to because it's not yeah. like people go into the mental hospitals. No, of course. To see not. what it's like. Yeah. Um, so they have to go based off what they're watching. And uh I find mental hospitals and media very frustrating because either it's something like they go to this fabulous mental hospital where yeah. it's so lavish, and I'm like, Yeah, right. Or yeah. in a mental hospital and it's just like 
their animals you know like it's mm-hmm. just uh i yeah i just i i hope there's more media where they're human where the right. patients are human and they're just dealing with a sickness yeah i i will say having with my ex- years of experience i've never walked I, and you know I, let's include like even nursing facilities and stuff but like i've never walked into a facility well, I was like, oh, this place has it together. They're helping these people. Yeah. Never, like, maybe a couple times if I went somewhere, like, outside, like, the counties I worked in. Man. Yeah, I never was like, oh, yes, this place. Mm-hmm. This is the place you want to go. <laughs> okay. Any place that, like, I was like, this is pretty good. It was, like, insanely expensive to get help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's like, if, it, if they have their shit together, it's a because ton of money. Yeah. They just don't care about the poor. Like, if you're a poor, mentally disabled person, like, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Good Fig- luck. Figure it out, I guess, is the mindset. Which is It's like, well, that sucks for you. And it's yeah, like- bummer. <laughs> Should have been born in a wealthier family. Yeah, it's like, well, you shouldn't have been sick. It's like, okay. Shouldn't have been sick. I don't know know why you did that. Yeah, I don't know why you did that to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) It's a weird life choice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it felt like, it felt like they were like, how could you? And I'm like, I did not choose this. Trust me. Yeah, trust me. This is not how I want to live my life. Not how I wanted it to be. I did not, never in my life did I ever go, okay, I want schizophrenia. Like, I never, like, I remember, like, this is in the trailer for the game, but when I was in, uh, when I was younger, I I learned about schizophrenia and I was, like, so afraid of having it. And I'm like, oh, it's funny that I got it. And because I would Mm -hmm. be myself, like, oh, I never get it. you not to freak everybody out that's watching is hearing this because now they're all going to think they're going to get it. But yeah, uh, I, I was like, yeah, I I did not think I'd ever get it, and I did. So. Oh yeah, I'm trying to be aware it's possible too because I'm I'm in my you know early twenties, so I'm just like, all right, rainy day now. Yeah, it's it's better to be uh, as scary as it is. It's better to be aware of the possibility and know what to do than mm-hmm. to have no idea. Right. Uh, just like looking, even looking into it, like I made a TikTok, I'm trying, I'm trying to make a series of TikToks where it just explains like what to do. Like if you go to the mental hospital, what do you bring? Um, mm-hmm. Like who do you call? Like make sure not to call the police, call the mental health department. Because that that made life a lot easier just calling the mental health people. Mm-hmm. Um, they were a lot less dangerous than the police. The police, whew. So yeah. it's like, Yeah. Just trying to get the word out there of like what to how to deal with this because it's it is scary. Like you don't want to live your life going, oh my god, I might have it. Uh, you don't want to live your life like that because it that sucks. But right. Just being aware of it, like like as a possible health hazard, like something that might happen to you, is a really good idea. Yeah, it's always good to kind of plan for a worst case scenario. Yeah. Just know your rights. Very, yeah, yeah. No, you're but, right. You know, the no, moment you like, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, awesome. Um, as my, I would love to continue this, but um, I am running low on time here. But so maybe I'll have you back on for another day because I feel like you have a lot more to say that I would love to ask about. That would be awesome. Yeah. I would be totally cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll have to I'll follow up with you sometime. But um, yeah, do you want to? What do you? I think I would imagine you want to plug your game. Is there anything else you want to plug? Uh, mostly just my my uh, my video game Threat of Silence is on Kickstarter, uh, and also I guess. What, I need to remember my screen name for TikTok. I have a TikTok. I think it's oh, shoot. Let me look it up really fast. Um, I have a TikTok that talks about mental health. If you want to, mm-hmm. it's HL Nunnally, uh, and I just talk about mental health and different ways of dealing with it, um, and making fun of mental hospitals and stuff like that. Um, and how awful they treat us. But anyway, it's just, uh, if you want to be educated, do follow the video game or the TikTok or my Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Awesome. And I'll, I'll plug some of your usernames and profiles and stuff in the episode description. So they know how to type everything out, but um, awesome. Uh, thanks again for having, uh, for coming on. Uh, I'll hit you up. If I ever want to do another episode with you, I'll let you know. Uh, but yeah. Awesome. Yeah, sure. This is this is great. I I learned a lot of just from hearing your side. So yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, have a good day. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Anytime. I'm